Welcome. Stay safe online with Sophos. Hello everybody, Paul Ducklin here from Sophos in Sydney. Today, believe it or not, we are going to be talking about WikiLeaks. What else? And I'm joined by Sean Richmond, Senior Technology Consultant at Sophos. Hello again. Sean, for those people who've been on another planet for the last week or so, let me quickly summarise what I think the whole WikiLeaks business is about. WikiLeaks is a whistleblowing site. They'll publish information that other people didn't want you to see that they think's in the public interest, uh, free speech and all that. They've just had their uber moment in which they acquired an enormous number of cables from the US State Department, which they're now publishing en masse. Julian Assange, the guy who runs WikiLeaks, has been much in the media spotlight because this is his defining moment. He's also got into trouble with some criminal charges in Sweden, which has led to him being arrested and denied bail in the UK. Uh, a whole lot of people who don't like the idea that companies in the US seem to be turning against WikiLeaks have DDoSed them and more. But all of this raises the question, how could this have happened in the first place? Well, that was the first thing that, that sprang to my mind is if all of this documentation is meant to be secret, rather than being terribly upset about WikiLeaks publishing it, what on it, how on earth was it let out in the first place? I was interested to read in one particularly vociferous forum that actually somebody asked a question from the other angle saying, actually, you know what, if we can't trust them to take care of 30 years worth of papers, then how can we trust them with data that they are supposed to keep confidential about us? What, like, you know, who's, who's going to leak my IRS records or my social security number that I'm meant to be giving to the government? I can't go somewhere else. Indeed, and it seems that the US State Department, from where this information came, since 2006 has actually been developing and using a, an information system called Diplopedia, ironically based on MediaWiki, the font of all openness that's used, I believe, by and developed by Wikipedia. And there's some suggestion that actually if they use this newfangled open source, as I say, font of all openness system as tailored for their uses, then all of this would not have happened because they would actually better have been able to secure the data. Do you believe that? Well, from what I've read of Diplopedia, it's, it's an attempt to be far more open for people within the State Department to be able to express opinions, exchange views, and not have these diplomatic cables going backwards and forwards I believe that it's aiming towards a far more open and malleable system as well. But I guess with openness also comes some element of responsibility if you record who changed what when. Uh, I presume it also means that it's much easier to run it on a secure network and that it's using more modern techniques. Which, as I understand it, can only be accessed through approved servers and part of the State Department. So they're talking about need to know and need to share. So could encryption alone have prevented him grabbing all of that data, do you think? I mean, for companies that go, right, we'll just, we'll just encrypt absolutely everything. Clearly, that's a start. If someone steals the data, they won't be able to. Absolutely. But if you are meant to have access to something, then encryption wouldn't have stopped that. So encryption of data helps if someone steals it. But I guess you need something of all the data, but you need something a bit more granular if you want to say, Sean can look at this, Paul can look at that. Absolutely. Um, both of them together can look at the third thing. Yes, yes, you need some kind of key management and key distribution. Now, isn't, isn't a good old access control list just enough for that, where you say, well, this file's encrypted, but the only people who can access it are A and B and C and D? Well, I'll look at it the other way around. Administrators of systems often need to access the files to move them around, back them up, make certain that there's no corruption in the disk, copy things from one place to another if necessary. But they don't need to see what's in the files. So encryption at that level gives you the ability to grant access without granting understanding, if you will. Which is 
if you like, another layer behind the ACL. So if PFC Bradley Manning couldn't get access to the data because of access control lists and went and stole the disks, then it would have been possible, may, it might be possible with encryption to allow him to see the stuff that he's supposed to and actually lock him out of all of the rest. Absolutely. Rather than an all or nothing. Okay, but let's assume that he is authorized to see all this stuff. And let's assume that he didn't think he was on a quest for democracy or on a quest to be a whistleblower and leak all this data. Let's assume there was actually a need for him to move this data from place A to place B. It still seems that there's a huge risk here. He's copying it onto a CD. And I what if he didn't intend to give it to Julian Assange? What if he intended to put it in storage, but it got lost? Well, I would have expected that kind of behavior to trigger some alarm somewhere, some, some kind of mechanism that says there appears to be a massive uh, amount of data from this supposedly confidential at least system going to something that could be taken away. Yeah, even a pop-up saying, do you want to do this? and recording the result to say, yes, this person said yes to copying massive amounts of data to removable media. And I presume then if, you've, if, if it keeps asking you, you've said yes 10 times in a row, you're probably not following correct procedure. Well, I'd expect somebody of a higher rank than PFC to come over and tap you on the shoulder and say, are you certain that you're doing the right thing here? I don't think they talk like that in the military, <laughs> Sean. Yeah, it does seem strange that he's able to copy this stuff and the copy, regardless of any encryption of the source, is just you know, a, a disk that he and others can use. And one assumes hand carried out of wherever he was as well. So presumably in, that, in this case, encryption would have helped if it said, well, this data is confidential. This guy's allowed to look at it, but when he makes a copy of it, it's going to be re-encrypted. Then hand it to whoever you want. <laughs> yeah, what about something that simply looks at the type of the data that he's moving around? Surely that could help greatly. Yeah. For example, uh, th there was a case recently, if I remember correctly, in Australia of a telephone company who had somewhere five to six hundred orders for devices. Someone in the company trying to do the right thing to satisfy that, you know, let's get this stuff out to them, it's the Christmas season, etc. Emailed their stores with all the customer orders so each store working the people in their suburb, they could actually deliver the goods. Except that they sent the stuff to the customer list, not the list of stores. So every customer got information every about every other customer's order. And of course, they didn't get their goods either. <laughs> Again, yeah, something like that should raise bells because especially like businesses have a requirement, certainly within Australia and uh, various other places, to keep data private, to, to not broadcast stuff. And that's on, imposed the, by the government. But one of the, one of the things behind the whole WikiLeaks saga is people say, oh yes, information shall be free and all of that. And you know, how dare people say the government shouldn't be allowed no to keep more secrets. secrets. No more secrets, Marty. Uh, and you know, you can see that in a world like that, well, we might be liberated from an awful lot of the, the woes that we see in our government, but by golly, it would be useful for cyber crooks. Would it oh, not? absolutely. I mean, transparency in government is, is a nice thing to be able to see the decisions that come to mean my tax dollars get spent over there and not here. But I personally don't want my taxation records being broadcast to everyone. And that would also be an implication of transparency in government. So privacy and secrecy remain important, regardless of what anyone commenting on the WikiLeaks I believe might. so. And especially, look, my opinion around governments, if they compel me to provide information that I might like to keep private, then they have a responsibility if they're making under law, making me give them my information, then I don't want them to take it lightly.
And therefore, it's perfectly reasonable, I guess, for them to say, well, we'll make a law that compels businesses who are keeping data about you to do exactly the same. Absolutely. That does seem perfectly reasonable. Yeah. So what's, what's interesting about this whole privacy and secrecy thing is some of the most vocal arguers on the Sophos naked security site about WikiLeaks are posting this, you know, sort of inflammatory stuff. And of course, they're using the names anonymous, 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 anonymous said, anonymous said. So it's not... slightly confusing after well, a while. Our friend and colleague in the UK, Graham Cluley, actually ended up posting a reply saying, guys, could you call yourselves Anonymous 1 and Anonymous 2? It'll just make it so much easier. <laughs> so it seems that there is a place for privacy. There is a place for secrecy. And actually, if you're going to bother with them, then you may as well do them properly. Well, you have to do it properly. It's, it's not a question. It's not you may as well. It's if you're going to say that there is a place for secrecy then, and privacy, then you have to do it properly. And I guess the message that we're not seeing an awful lot of out of the whole WikiLeaks story is exactly that. Hmm. Everyone's talking about the information that's coming out and perhaps not so much about the fact that since it wasn't supposed to come out in the first place, that is an enormous problem. Whether you think it ought to be public or not, the fact that it was not supposed to be should focus the minds of businesses worldwide. Absolutely. Sean, I think that's an excellent spot on which to end. Everyone out there, consider yourselves on notice about privacy, secrecy, security, encryption, data leakage prevention, and all of that stuff. Thanks for joining me, Sean. Thank you for having me, Paul. And until next time, stay, stay secure. secure. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay secure.